0: Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hello and welcome to the Rise Up SD Podcast. Yeah,
1: we thought we should let Kyle back in here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was good to hear Emma. I got a day off, which was nice, and so that was good. Um, but today we're talking about the Fountain of Youth.
1: Well, the, well, I know, okay, I know, I know, not, I know.
0: Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not get ahead
1: of how ourselves. How to keep
0: ourselves young. How to keep ourselves young. Um, so I had seen this article um, a while back. It's fairly new, but it's not super new. But there was a from study. 2017. Yeah, from 2017. So a couple years ago. Here. A, t- a, a, pub- a study published in uh, 2017, and they did a really good article about it. Um, and as far as research goes, I mean, a couple years old is still considered fairly new in the research world.
1: Yeah, if we were quoting from something like 1978 then we'd be in trouble here yeah
0: so um it's a cool workout so basically the title of the workout is um does workout reverse you know signs of aging okay so and and it's cool and it outlines a couple different things now there's a couple different things i like about this study okay um it talks about high intensity interval training okay so now before we get into exactly what that is, let's just get say this term gets thrown around a lot.
1: It does. You see it everywhere. HIT, H-I-I-T-H-I-T-T, everywhere.
0: Right. And so that has a very different meaning for very different people and understandably. Now, all it means is that you're going at a high intensity and you're doing some type of high intensity and then either rest or low intensity. It doesn't specify how long that is, what you're doing. Right.
1: And different places will, will tell you that they have the definitive... Idea right. and that's it's too common a term to be defined by like a certain number of seconds of this. I mean, it that. can be
0: as short as see, so you know, you know, Tabata 20 on 10 rest is common,
1: right? Or it can be much longer. It can be like, you know, I did a high to,
0: intensity interval run yesterday and I did four times 10 minutes,
1: right? So that's still, still an interval style and, and it's still high intensity. pushing that high intensity yeah. barrier. So just be aware that a lot of these terms um, in the fitness industry and in fitness studies um, do get used by different people to mean different things. Correct. So, so we just want to make you aware that you know in in this case before someone says, "Oh well, I didn't think that was defined as high intensity interval training." In this case, and for the purposes of this study, right? Anything in that range is right. defined so, as, so as let's high go. intensity. Interval training.
0: Okay, so let's go ahead and let's outline exactly kind of what it is that they were doing in here. Um, Not like the, you know, basically going over kind of what Addy said is that there's different types of it. So this study um, involves 72 sedentary adults. So these were people who were not working out regularly, right? So that's important. Um, And there was two groups, okay? There was 18 to 30. And then there was an older group that was uh, 65 to 80. OK, so they were did this study for 12 weeks. It's a pretty long amount of time um, and they were divided into three groups. OK, so there was the young group and the old group, but then they, they did three different uh, basically routines. They did what they call um, their high intensity interval training cycling program. OK, so this was their high intensity interval training was defined as four minutes of high intensity intervals with a three minute recovery. They did four rounds of that. OK, so they had four minutes on three minute rest and they did that four times through. And they did that three days a week. So it's important to also note that they didn't do that every single day. So that's what they define as interval training. Addy was saying earlier, you know, all these different things and it doesn't mean and it's all, you know, this fitness industry kind of goes, go ahead.
1: Right. No. So it just, you see things that say like, oh, you know, it, it can only be 30 seconds of all out followed right. by rest. It's not, that's not right. necessarily what it is.
0: So the this group did four minutes on three minutes rest, four rounds, three days a week. The other days a week, uh, two days a week, they did a brisk treadmill walk, okay? The second group did strength training. They called it the strength training group. They performed upper body and lower body exercises, and they did that twice a week. And then they did a third test group, and the third test group did the strength training, twice a week strength training, along with kind of an aerobic style workout, meaning they didn't do intervals. So that's the
1: important part of that third group. They did a combination workout but they did not do the high intensity intervals that the cycling group was doing.
0: Right. And I think a lot of us would just think off the top of our heads. If we looked at that. Well, you're going to get some, you get some benefit from the hit stuff. You're going to get some benefit from the strength training. Um, and the group that does the, both of them is going to see the most benefits. Right. Right.
1: So when, when we were first reading this, that was kind of my immediate prediction in my head was like, oh, well, duh, it's going to be the group that does both better. Right. Right.
0: So, um, before we get into the results here, the last thing I just kind of want to mention is that they measured, um, changes in leg strength, lean muscle mass, which again, we talked about lean muscle mass, was they're calling that wasn't this, that was muscle mass, right their Their increase of muscle mass, oxygen capacity and insulin sensitivity. Okay. They also biopsied tissue samples and analyze cells from the volunteer thighs before and after. So not super fun to do that, but extremely In the name important. of science. Right. So it was a very kind of thorough, long controlled study, which we really liked.
1: So, so this, um, you know, and of course when you're reading any kind of scientific literature and looking at the conclusions, it's always important to consider the sample group and, you know, they, they had a wide range of ages, which is great. You know, there may be other variation. They don't mention, you know, men and women. They don't mention all, a lot of other um, possible factors. They do So mention, that's always something to consider in this. That doesn't mean you have to throw the study out. No study is perfect, but just read these things with a critical eye. I think that's always right. important. Um
0: So one, one thing I did see that I really liked in this study, which was, is that they said they were all sedentary adults, meaning that they weren't already working out regularly, that can have huge effects on people's fitness. Right.
1: So definitely somebody that goes from a their own regular workout routine that they do to a different routine is going to be a very different result and comparison than someone who's really not working out at all. Right. Um. So what they wanted to see was, you know, obviously the effect of exercise, not of, oh, I already exercise is their change, right? So that was the goal. Um, and they also wanted to specifically look at the effect that these types of exercises had on cells, right? So we we talk about the benefits of exercise up and down. We can, there are a million of them, but this was really just looking at what does it do to your actual cells, which is not something that we're able to see just by looking in the mirror, right? You don't look down at your quad and go, Oh my God, my quad cells look amazing today. Like that's not something you're able right. to do. So, What they um, found at the end of this 12 weeks, so all three exercise groups gained muscle, like we said, and improved aerobic capacity, which is wonderful. But those who did the high intensity interval training, so the HIIT style workouts, that cycling group, they actually got the biggest um, hit at the cellular level. So, they said younger volunteers experienced a forty-nine percent boost in mitochondrial capacity. So that's the cell's ability to take in oxygen and produce energy.
0: And what's the mitochondria, Addy, from the high school? The
1: powerhouse of the cell, of course. Back to high school biology. <laughs> so, um, but they said older folks, um, the older folks in that group. So the sixty-five to eighty-year-olds experienced sixty-nine percent increase in that, um, which is fantastic. Um, so it says just to remind you from your high school biology. Mitochondria and ribosomes are organelles that are important for metabolism and aerobic fitness, but those tend to deteriorate as you get older. Um, So keeping these structures healthy, as they write, can reverse some of the signs of age related decline within cells. So this is not like you're not going to look in the mirror necessarily and be like, oh, my crow's feet are gone. But at the cellular level, that high intensity training was actually helping the cells to be more efficient and to remain strong. Keep those structures strong over time, which is incredible,
0: right? So we're not necessarily claiming that all of a sudden you're going to reverse the aging process. And you're going to like look better if you start doing it.
1: No, no, no. But Neither we do. Is this article.
0: But we do. um You know, know that on the cellular level, it, it it makes a big difference. I mean, have you ever seen? Do you remember in high school? And they're scaring you, and they show the two twins smoke, the one that smokes and the twin that doesn't smoke. And oh, the lungs. Create no, 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 two twins that oh, were the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. One super crazy old and wrinkly, and ones you know whatever. That's another that has nothing to do with this. Let me just preface that, yeah. but. But that's damage to cellular level and stuff. So, um, you know, everything that you can do to preserve your cells will help you age less on everything from appearance to how your muscles and your cells work on every organ in your body, which is pretty cool, including your skin.
1: Correct. And there are lots of different things, of course, that we affect these structures and affect your appearance overall. If you look at, you know, aging, quote unquote, and all the things that happen with that Um, genetics, sunscreen wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge, um, all sorts of other things, but what a crazy result that this type of training, I mean, those are, they're not talking about a 5% increase, they're talking about 49 and 69% increase. That's insane. Yeah. Um, and so they talk about also with the other two groups, um, I just had to read this quote from the doctor cause it really reminds me of the, the high school thing, but in essence, the health of a cell and our body is directly dependent on the functioning of the mitochondria, um, Which is, of course, the powerhouse. Um, So then uh, they talk about, so neither age group in the strength training, so just doing the strength uh, workouts, experienced significant mitochondrial increases. So nothing really statistically significant for Mm -hmm. them. Um, And in the combined group, so this was the one we thought maybe I predicted would do the best, only the younger group saw improvements.
0: And they did aerobic exercise, like a steady state aerobic exercise and and strength strength training. training.
1: So this is not to... um, Disparage in any way the benefits that you get from strength training or from aerobic exercise, right. but on a cellular level, this study is basically adding to the case evidence that these HIT workouts are really, really beneficial for keeping your cells healthy, which is an incredible thing to be able to study. Um, and also, just to note, they also the the cycling group um, saw improvements in insulin sensitivity. So, you know, they write suggesting that this type of exercise may re- reduce diabetes risk. I'm sure they'd have to look into that further, but that's certainly another benefit of this type of workout that the other two groups didn't see.
0: Yeah, and I think that's pretty pretty cool um and again, we know there are benefits like we were saying to strength training and we know there are benefits to aerobic exercise, right? Mm-hmm. So someone who let's say does a, um you know a couple two days a week of strength training and maybe like walks or something without that high intensity they are going to get benefits there. You're going to see you will see biomarkers in a sedimentary group come down that reduce other risks.
1: Right. right? All, all exercise is good exercise. Right. And we will actually perhaps in another episode talk about some of the more specific benefits you get from that type of from those types of exercise. Right. But I think it's it was really a
0: as so you can see that the, the specifics know, of doing yeah. the high end if you do the high intensity it really has a specific effect on your cells that you don't cool get is that, elsewhere. To to
1: see it in yourself. Yeah. You know when they do say um the hit group didn't build as much strength or muscle mass over the 12 week period as the strength muscle. training group. They did I actually <laughs> left the word out. I left the word lean out.
0: So they um, yeah, they didn't they didn't gain as much muscle and strength. Right,
1: because the, but they also were, you know, in order to make the results obviously a little bit cleaner, they weren't doing hit and strength training. So it's a really great You know, I think that it does add to the case that you need to have more of these um, combination activities, but that including hit in your routine, like we do at Rise Up, you know, that's one of the reasons we find it to be so important is this is just another thing that, you know, we're not able to show you, hey, look, your cells look healthier, right? You know, we focus on, and when I say we, I mean, we people tend to focus on the effects we can see or feel, you might feel stronger, you might be able to go faster. Your doctor might tell you you're doing, you're healthier. You know, you might see some weight loss toning up, et cetera, all that other stuff. But when you do these, you're actually working on your cells, yeah. you're building your cells up. Like, what, how cool is that?
0: It's it's kind of cool and exciting. And it's, again, it's like you said in the beginning, it's not something you see and look down at your leg and like, oh, my cells are so much more healthy. Right. But it is, you are going to see that, you know, indirectly over a period of time. <laughs> Um, and then the last thing that was cool that just said, like Adi said, there wasn't a, a control group that had hit and strength training, but the doctor went on to st- was in the study went on to say that um, that he- they believe there are benefits in the strength training and building muscle mass, and we all mm-hmm. know that being strong and being able to functionally move are very important as well. Mm-hmm. So he suggested in this that the the idea, the best solution may be able to do um, might be some hit. I, um, but is it some high intensity interval training per week? Some days of that, and some days of strength training. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, and they didn't touch on well, should you combine them? Should you do this? Should you do right. this? Right. In
1: fact, they did say, you know, this study wasn't designed to make specific recommendations. Right. They're not. They're not in it to tell you how to work out. They're in it to right study the effects of exercise. Right. And you know, from there, people are kind of left to draw their own conclusions.
0: And so, um, I mean, we do believe what the way that we exercise is the best for the vast majority of people and that's kind of why we do what we do
1: right we didn't design a program that we thought would only work for like a few people right or only provide some benefits we want to provide the maximum benefit correct
0: but we're an all-inclusive here and there's a lot of people that say you shouldn't be doing that exercise you should be doing this exercise and we believe that all exercise is beneficial
1: yeah if you're exercising good on you
0: right we just want to say that doing the high intensity Interval training is this is another cool thing that says, hey, this is another added benefit that you're going to get when you do a program like we do at Rise Up that you're not going to get if you don't aren't doing the high intensity.
1: Right. And I think that, you know, some of the misconceptions are that you can't get high intensity without high impact. And that's really not true. There are lots of ways. Of course, that's what we do at Rise Up to push yourself to to work at an intense threshold to above threshold Um effort for yourself that don't have to involve beating your body right. up with impact. Right. That's why we chose the machines we chose, but that's, that's also the idea behind, you know, the cycling trial that they did. Yeah. This study the, this was study.
0: It was in cycling. They had a, some older participants too, who might not have been able to do that. Otherwise, yeah. They've got so. people in
1: there. 65 to 80. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So that's um, and then I did also want to mention, because I just, um, I, I said mitochondria, we talked about why that was important, um, but also ribosomes. So those are the part of the cell that um, build protein. Um, and so in order to create muscle cells, you obviously need protein. So being able to also strengthen that at the same time, um, was something that the hit group saw. So even though they weren't necessarily building as much, um, strength, um, muscle mass as the strength group was, they were improving the part of their cell that actually is going to allow them to do that more efficiently, which is really
0: cool. Yeah. But it said they did increase their muscle mass, just not as much as the pure strength. Correct keep that in mind too even if you are just doing aerobic exercise on a bike you are going to improve your lean body composition or you're yeah. you're going to add muscle mass
1: right yeah um but yeah so if you it's really cool to see um something that we can't see ourselves you right. know to have the ability for for this information to be shared i just think that that is so so cool and i wish i could see a, like a comparison of my Cells, you know, before I started working out doing this style of workout, and yeah. now, you know,
0: it'd be interesting, yeah.
1: And maybe a I mean, month a lot and of a half us, ago, I and mean, now at, <laughs>
0: at this point, we're lucky. Like, I remember a month and a half ago now, uh, th- this one I remember, um, you know, back on, and an, you're you feel good if you have a history of your blood panel, right? right? Yeah, and that's and when you really think about it, those are key biomarkers and they're important and it's good, but you know, if people have that going back 20 years, that's good, but that's a very small amount of everything there is. Like imagine yeah. if you could see a scan of, um, what your, what your arteries look like, you know, over time, or you your could bone have, density, which bone is something density, I do really want to talk about, you know, another, or all these uh, other podcast. things, rather than just that, rather than just these kind of simple biomarkers that we know, like cholesterol, we get the HL, LDL, mm-hmm. you know, those type of things, but it would be cool to see a, a longer thing of it. So, at some point, I'm I'm sure science will get there. At this point, um, you know, where most of us are not doing muscle biopsies every twelve weeks. To no, I really don't. That doesn't do. sound
1: good. No, like I'm curious, but no, maybe not that curious. I
0: don't think it was that painful. Hopefully,
1: uh, I watched enough episodes of House to think that's probably painful. Yeah, I don't really know. So anyway, hopefully that was something that was of interest to you, and um, you know, we we really love to talk about the science background of this stuff because it's really important. It's there's a you know. A reason and there's rhyme and reason to what we actually do, and um you know maybe you should feel a little bit bolstered that the work that you've done at rise up or outside or wherever it is is actually you know the exercise that you're doing is helping you to improve your body from the cells up out, yeah from the cells out
0: inside from the cells out, the middle of the cell, the mitochondria out
1: from the powerhouse all the way out, yeah. Mm -hmm. all right
0: guys well great job keep at it um hopefully you enjoyed our little science lesson today and we will have more
1: coming at you bye